Hi there again. I'm Father Matt Kovisk, and I'm the rector of St. Mark's Anglican Church in Elkhorn. This past week, I was part of a text message chain that spoke of cleaning up Easter decorations at one of the places I volunteer. Now, in the secular world, we may be tempted to think that now that all the eggs have been found, the feast has been eaten, and the leftovers from that gone, Easter is over for another year. Well, except actually that it's not. A reminder to listeners that Easter is a 50-day season within the liturgical calendar where we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And we have a lot of things to give thanks for at this Eastertide. For Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Savior of the world, is risen from the dead, after all. However, for some who believed in Jesus Christ, Jesus' death was not a cause for celebration. And on this second Sunday after Easter, we find ourselves with the disciples in the upper room. These disciples were not celebrating like we are this Eastertide. And if you want to follow along at home, we're focusing on John 20, 19-31 this morning the story of St. Thomas's first interaction with the risen Christ. Now, as I mentioned, we find the disciples gathered in an upper room all together in the immediate aftermath of Jesus' death. And imagine with me for a moment the feelings going around the room. Feelings of sadness, feelings of anger, feelings of disappointment. It had been a very emotionally intense few days for all of them. And now that they were left, they were left wondering, what next? Their Lord, Master, and friend was dead. It seemed to them that the world had no hope, that the world had been plunged into a very, very deep darkness. All hope had been lost, or so they thought. And into this soup, this milieu of feelings, Jesus appears and says the words, peace be with you. And for some reason, we don't know why exactly, St. Thomas is out of the room when all of this happens. And upon his returns, struggles to trust that Jesus even appeared to the disciples. Now, Jesus shows up again a second time, this time with St. Thomas in the room. St. Thomas believes and Jesus responds to him. Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now, you may know that St. Thomas has gotten a bad rap from many people who look at him and go, well, I would have believed that Jesus had truly appeared from the dead. And preachers from pulpits around all the ages have referred to him as Doubting Thomas because of his so-called lack of faith. However, in response to this, I'm reminded of one of my favorite things about how humans look at the world. If it walks like a duck, and it quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. And for St. Thomas, he wasn't present when Jesus was in that room. To hear that he made an appearance would have just blown his mind. And it would have blown his mind to the point where he wouldn't have able to comprehend what was happening. For us, humans, dead people die, and they stay dead. For all St. Thomas knew, Jesus was buried in that tomb that they laid him in a short time ago. So, for in that second appearance, when Thomas 
checks Jesus' hands inside, where yet the glorious wounds abide, in all tracks, really. He's in shock that his Lord, Master, and friend had risen from the dead. And to work through that shock, to work through that doubt, and to work through that fear, he needs to check to make sure that this is legitimate. And Jesus reminds St. Thomas that not everybody is going to get the chance to interact with these glorious wounds of his. And even in just believing, they are going to be blessed anyway. Now you might be asking me, Father Matt, what can we learn from St. Thomas's interaction that might help us in this Eastertide? I want you to point to towards John 20, 31, which reads, These stories are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. Now, I don't have to tell you that these last few years have been difficult for all of us. We have been and continue to deal with COVID-19, for frankly, it has not gone away. Gas prices have risen to abnormal levels, although as I wrote this sermon, gas prices were starting to come down. And I think we all pray that it continues to do so. And also, there's still war happening in Ukraine, with innocent civilians being massacred. I think you know, just as well as I do, that the world around us is not an easy place to live. And in all the things, especially when we interact with Jesus, when we interact with God, we want some reassurance that this is legitimate, that things are going to be okay. And it seems to me that St. Thomas, in his grief, in his confusion, in his excitement, wanted to have that same assurance from Jesus Christ. And, as I've said, the same can be said for us, especially when we find ourselves in similar situations. Unfortunately for us, even with Jesus Christ rising from the dead, fear and doubt remain part of the human condition. And frankly, it's something that we're going to have to live with until we find ourselves on that distant shore, reunited with those that we have loved and lost. However, I think there's an interesting thing going on here. Jesus provides the space that St. Thomas needs to process his feelings, allowing him to safely ask questions of Jesus to learn the reality of the resurrected Christ. And like St. Thomas, I actually think that you and I would do well by facing our own doubts and fears, taking the time to work through these things at the feet of the risen Lord and Savior. In spending time with the risen Christ, who patiently sits with us, who patiently counsels us, and who patiently leads us into all truth, we can and will work through these feelings of doubt and fear that may come up from time to time in living the Christian life on this mortal coil. And frankly, when we are willing to work through these feelings of doubt and fear, we find the other side of today's gospel reading. And that other side will teach us also about our own faith. And when we are honest in our relationships, the others can show us what we cannot see. When we have faith in others, they can show us what we cannot see. And with the sight of others, we can recognize the work of Jesus Christ 
the Holy Spirit, that spirit who shows us new ways to move beyond our inner doubts and fears, our anxieties and hang-ups. And when we are willing to do the interior work, to work on our own doubts and fears, we tear away our walls that we put up around us. And we can see the power of God through which things we thought impossible are possible. For as sacred scripture tells us, with God, all things are possible. Forgiveness can be offered. Good come out of evil, pain relieved, mercy shown where it was thought impossible. And for us Christians, these Easter season means moving from fear to joy, doubt to faith, from death to life. And as we hear the story of St. Thomas and his interaction with the Lord once more, may it inspire us to be frank in facing our own fears and doubts. And in facing these fears and doubts, let us do so, knowing that Jesus Christ, the risen Lord, walks with us, is patient with us, and will show us that not only is he the way, the truth, and the life, but he that wants us to have life and have it abundantly. And so we pray. All praise be thine, O risen Lord, from death to endless life restored. All praise to God the Father be, and Holy Ghost eternally. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Amen.